Most of the time, he talks it out with the voices in his head. Other times, he gets an artist to answer his questions, and you get to listen to it here. Welcome to Toad's Tunes. Stephanie Quell, welcome <laughs> to Toad's Tunes. Hi, T-O-I-D! I think I said it wrong. Welcome back to Toad's Tunes. Yeah, it's not my first rodeo. It's not. Dun, speaking dun, of rodeos. Dun. Yeah. Speaking of rodeos. You have a song that's just hitting radio right now, don't you? What well, you terrestrial radio. about? Yes. And then you've got another one that's out called Evil Knievel. The whole EP's out. Then you've got everything that's out. Everything that's out. And guess what else? Chicken butt. <laughs> that doesn't even rhyme. I never said you I was said a writer. Else. I never said I was a writer. Uh, more music 2020. So what was the name of that song that you played? Babysitter. It's called Babysitter? Yeah. For reals? Yeah. Who wrote it? I wrote it with Kyle Jacobs and Kyle Schlinger. Kyle and Kyle. Kyle I call Kyle. them the Kyles. Uh, first time writing with them? First time writing with the two Kyles. I've right. written with Kyle Jacob before. Kyle Jacobs. Did you put out anything with Kyle Jacobs? It's coming in 2020 as well. All of these are coming. Yeah. So these are yeah. new people that you've sat and written with recently. Well, no, I wrote with Kyle last year. Kyle. Yeah. Okay. And, hey, Kyle. Uh, but the Kyles, we're a new uh, trio. Yeah? Yeah. Do you like writing with both of them? Yes, we have way too much fun. You've probably seen them in my Insta stories with ridiculousness and Cheetos. and Pro- Probably. Yeah. Because I watch those yeah. whenever I have yeah, they're a chance. Super, they're super talented. <laughs> okay, so riding in Nashville with the Kyles, like, what's your Kyles. favorite? Kyles. <laughs> hey, Kyle. Were they on South Park or anything like that? No, but I was. You were? In my mind, yeah. In your mind, in yeah. your mind. I you got, got the Murr new... record. What are you talking about? You what? I got the Murr record. Me and Cartman. You? What, what's, Share it. Um, did you write um, Mr. Hankey? No, that was not one of my best. But you did write that. I mean, I just went, shoot, does anyone have Mr. Hankey? And then they came up with it. No, that's wrong. Mr. Hankey's a Christmas poo. He loves oh, me. No. I love you. You didn't write that? <laughs> no. Nope. Only South Park fans will totally get that. But that well, was way less Well, they would field. get the Murr record if they you were a real were. South Park they fan. Were. But I, for, I don't, for, I don't, I, anything in the, the, the Mr. Hankey, I just, I cannot. I do. I'm not a pubescent boy. Oh, wow. I just got totally put into a Sorry. Three. I mean, you did turn your hat around backwards for this interview. Listen, listen, listen. You and your snapback. Me and my snap, dude. What? Are you, I'm Old Dominion. That's what I. I still love that song. I that's love that great, song. I don't think that's one of those timeless songs. I never called it a. That was not a you know a term growing up. It was called a hat. A hat. A trucker hat. Yeah. Never a snapback. No. Let's talk new music. So okay, tw- great. Let's bring it back to me. Back to you. So <laughs> you have how many songs out right now on this latest EP that's out? The latest EP has five songs. Five songs. So mm-hmm. of those five songs, are any of them going to be on the new 2020? release stuff or are we talking all brand new stuff are you putting out a new album are we so there's a lot of stuff happening so we have uh the montana live sessions coming out in january january february where were those which, recorded at so we record in montana i know but where clever, like, clever title uh, no, <laughs> at your casa <laughs> at your we did farm. actually in our living room in really? montana yeah so it's it's a live version of the ep which is really cool and then there's like a little surprise with it so we uh, teamed up with wrangler and uh right. they they're um helping us release those in the beginning of 2020 how cool is that? So I really noticed cool. today that, so you got Wrangler, so you got jeans. You got flannels <laughs> from Bass Pro Shop. Yeah. What else do you need? Besides a belt from my girlfriend, what else do you need? Oh, yeah, I'm borrowing. <laughs> well, here's what's really cool about this belt situation. So my birthday was recent, and my little brother went and had a belt buckle made with my name on it. Oh, cool. And I just, I got to see him in Montana recently, and he gave it to me, and I didn't bring any belts. So I hit up your babe, and I said, is there any chance that, you know, you have an extendo belt that will fit around me? <laughs> That's pretty funny. But, um, yeah, no, so it's cool. So I just thought, you know, what what better time to wear it than at Stoney's? But you've got flannels coming out 
come I saw the box that you did an, I know, is that cool? an unboxing today. Oh, it was super fun. Yeah. Absolutely. So we um we teamed up with Bass Pro. They're actually um we partnered with them and that's being announced very soon. But you guys are hearing it first first. Here, that's right. I like that. Uh, depending upon when you're first firsts. Uh but they uh we actually shot the music video for what you're drinking about really? at the uh Memphis Bass Pro. Is that yeah. out or when does that come out? It comes out in a few weeks. So we'll start announcing and trickling out information. You're doing another like CMT release of that or are you going to release it on your own? or No, we're doing some other stuff. How cool is that? Something yeah. else we can't know yeah. about. That's cool. Lots of things you can't know about, but always cool stuff. If I Was a Cowboy video is doing yes. very well. Yeah. Crazy. 700 plus thousands. It's like, pretty amazing. That's pretty rad. Congrats. It's really cool. And you know what's amazing too is like the audio... You know, now with YouTube, you can do just like when an EP comes out, you do immediate audio links, right? right. Because it's, per, you know, there are all these because you can and like you protect it. And what's really amazing is to see how the audio on YouTube's doing. It's crazy. It's just amazing. I mean, like there's just ways to hear music everywhere. Country AF. Hello. That's right. Country mm-hmm. AF Radio. We're way ahead of people. No, I know. We don't we don't tout this very often. We keep it quiet. But we did break 20,000 listeners the last two months in a row. It's not just about the music. It's about the relationships with the artists. 100%. And I think that so many people, because there's so much music and it's so saturated, that now I feel like if you can't really show the content and and the who the person is behind the music, and especially the songwriters and musicians, then it's just kind of it's another, another song. And then people don't grab onto the artists. Sure. Well, you know, Spotify so. did something really cool uh, and has been doing something really cool where you can go on certain playlists and they have little in- interviews and yeah. video stuff. And I, I think that's an important piece of the puzzle. One of the reasons why we like people to get to know you in a different... I'm not going to sit here and ask And you, you like to beat me up on the microphone because you... Because like we're, we're like... Brother and sister from other parents. <laughs> probably the same mom, different dads. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Hey, ma. Hey, ma. But seriously, that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. I think getting getting to know people. I think one of my favorite things is um, I call him Asian Jason. He's from San, San Diego. Uh, he drove here not too long ago, and he listened to the Hardy interview that I had. Yeah. And I get this text message that just said, man, that was pretty rad to know that if Hardy didn't make it his music, his favorite thing that he could do for work would be to mow lawns. I understand that. It's just it's just neat. I could probably guess that what you would you would probably work on a farm that sort of thing. I'm just guessing. Yeah, yeah. I think that I'd be curious to ask Cardi this. So maybe the next time I see him, I'll ask him. But I think there's something about when you're getting your hands dirty and when you're doing that, just when you're working something, you know, like physically, right. you see like the immediate results. Like when I clean my barn, I see the immediate results with music. Takes time. It, it takes it takes the time it takes and you really have to just trust in the you know that it's all going to come together. But with music, how are you judging the result by if people listen to it, download it, stream it, like it, sing it, or do you look at it in a sense of man, I'm really proud of that, and that's the like it. For me, it's the fans at the shows. Yeah. That's everything to me. I mean, when I think back to the first time I played Stonies, you know, and to see how you know in a market ago. where I don't have any radio airplay outside of country AF where I've really been able to build a fan base and to see that continue to grow. It might not be growing by like the thousands, but it's growing by the hundreds. Every time you come here, you do better and better and better. Our response for certain things that we do is better, better and better. And that's what it's all about. I mean, if you can relate to your fans and um, be social with them in some form or fashion, I know that there's a couple people that come in here that you know on a first name basis that are super excited to to come see you, to hang out with you. And that's what it's, I mean, we've done it with a few artists and, uh, um, we like to see that growth and we always hope they come back and remember oh. like um, well, we're building it together yeah, you know and I, and I think that's what makes you know our genre so special on top of everything is because it's really it's such a grassroots 
movement and we're like earning every personal relationship you know it's not like no it might not have come easy and it's a lot of work but it's such a joy like to see I was getting messages today in DMs like you know I'm, I'm driving five hours I'll be there and like people are driving in from LA it's and good. just it's just really cool to see like you know it, it connecting and that the music is connecting and you know, they, that's that's awesome one of our biggest markets on country AF radio is LA. I believe it. It's crazy. It's nuts. It's nuts that the people consume it. Pay attention to the music that's coming through and maybe yeah. get to know that artist. And as I play a song, I'll drive yeah. people to Toad's Tunes to go listen. And right. the interview isn't the same. Um, I've sat with some bigger artists. I've sat with some smaller artists. In the, yeah. And it's it's fun because walking out of here, it's never the same. I never get the same response of or the dumb response of not some sort of that was cool. Because it's not normal. I mean, I don't want to be normal. I want people to ask questions or want to hear the answers to questions that they would ask. And that's kind of like right. the avenue that I go towards things. Yeah. Well, plus we have a relationship, sure. too. I've known you for like a bajillion years now. Right. So it's, you know, we can we can bust each other's I, chops a little bit more. I think that's a super... Last time we sat in here, your husband was in here with us. I know. He was... He's so serious. It was fun. I love him. I think that's... you. you he's, have you, you seen... He's been... I've been... Posting him more on my social media. So let's talk about your birthday. You went. Oh, we went out of the country. Went where to did Jamaica. You go? Jamaica. How how you rode horses in the water? Yes, that was first of all they tricked us. Okay, this the is horses how, or the people. The, <laughs> the, 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 this is how they know how to get Stephanie Quayle coming into Jamaica. There's a picture on the wall, like when you go through customs or whatever, of people riding horses in the ocean. Everyone's smiling. Right, they weren't like, smiling. Oh, we got to do this, right? You know, but the horseback ride is really, you know, in an arena for a while, like an hour, and then you go, you go through this really cool old plantation in Jamaica where uh, they used to, you know, grow sugar cane, and it's really cool. And then you go in the ocean for less than five minutes. <laughs> so, so I was like, Is it hard on the horse? No, they love it. They love to swim. It's, really? it's, it was incredible. I mean, I mean, these are. It was just, it was, I'd never done, I mean, I've been on horses since before I could walk. Right. So to be able to, you know, go in the ocean, it was awesome. But I was like, I'd like to go again. <laughs> so the little For dude's like, the For dude's six like, minutes. yeah, I was like, uh, wait, this is over? And the guy's like, okay, just stay on the horse for a second. I was like, all right, let me go again. He did. Yeah. It's your birthday. Yeah. You know, I milked the birthday thing until like the very last day of October. Are you, are you one of those girls that it's my birthday month? Didn't think so, but this one certainly was more than, you know, I've really, I think because I travel so much too, like I kind of get to celebrate when I get to celebrate with who I get to celebrate right. when they're, you know, when we can all be together. So, uh, so it's been a pretty awesome couple weeks. That's awesome. It's a really fun way to lead into this. I mean, I'm super excited for 2020. I'm so proud of what we've been able to accomplish over the last year because last year on my birthday, we recorded if I was a cowboy. Really? Yeah. So to have the project come out almost a year later, or a little it's under a crazy. year, and we, you know, we had, you know, Dolly Week. We had uh, sold out the Bluebird in like I don't know some crazy short amount of time, which is tremendous. And when was that? That we just played last Sunday. Really? Yeah. I got to see you at the Bluebird. My yes, first time ever at the Bluebird yes, was there. And the Opry. And the Opry. Not meant of, to be. The first of, one for that was not meant to be. I know because you were there, Tony. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty nuts, though. That, yeah. I thought that was a rad experience. Thank you for sharing that with yeah. me. No, that it's, was... it's it's the coolest. I mean, the Opry is just you know. And now with the Opry, I don't know if you heard, but they're going to start um, bringing it back to television. Are they really? Yeah, they're going to start televising it again. So the same format that they do now? I'm not sure. Wow, I don't know, cool. but 2020, man. I think too with like you know the Ken Burns documentary and just like the love of country music. Every time I learn more about it 
a little bit more intoxicating. PBS here in town just just did this thing on country music, and I got interviewed for it, and they asked me some questions about it. I never got Ooh, to see. What were the questions? They asked me about my first country concert, my first, you know, um, how does country live in Las Vegas? Okay, like, what was your first country concert? Um, I'm going to guess, I want to say it was Garth Brooks. I saw Garth at... Um, the Thomas and Mac, but you got to remember, I grew up in a different in a in a different environment. I grew up in um, let me know how to say this. I used to go see the Rat Pack on a regular basis. So oh, can it was you com- even mm, like? I mean, I didn't expect. Uh, my mom took me. So my my mom, our mom, ha- our, our mom, sorry, our mom. <laughs> when you weren't available, um, she didn't have a date to go see Fleetwood Mac, and she's so like, she'd take you. She took me. And she goes, Jeez. you're probably not going to know any of this music. I looked at her and went, Mom, I'm probably going to know a lot more than you. And she's like, whatever. Yeah. So we ended up at a sushi bar. that I didn't eat sushi back then. That's how long ago it was. Yeah. Hamada's. Um, and I think I had um, uh, deep fried pork cutlet, whatever, the katsu, whatever. Uh, and then we go to Fleetwood Mac. My mom looks at me and she goes, how do you know all this? And I'm like, Ma, I just consume I music different. Music. I just love music. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I would, I would say it was probably Garth Brooks. Um, and what a show. What a freaking he is, show. He is the ultimate showman. I, f- I saw him for the first time. Was that last December? I believe it was last December. And I, I go, I mean, I can't go to a concert and just chill. You know, like I don't, right. I'm, I'm studying. I'm taking notes. Oh, dude, what a guy to learn from. Completely. And there was a moment. How long ago was sure this? this? Just this past December? Like this last, yeah, wow. like last, I think. A year ago. Yeah, a year ago, maybe two. Um, I'm in a time warp uh, a little bit with That's, <laughs> what's going on. There's nothing wrong with that. But uh, there was a moment, I might have shared this with you, but if I, I did, I'm repeating myself, I apologize. But there was a moment where he looks up to like the second, you know, the second tier. Like You've got the floor seats, then you've got that one tier in the Bridgestone, and then there's like the next tier up. Okay. And he looks up, he sees this fan holding a sign that says 100th show. And he looks at her... And he knows her just in the Garth Brooks way that he does because he's just so intense and genuine. And you like, he just like is looking into her soul. And he's like, he's just looking at her and he goes, So good to see you. And he starts having this conversation just one on one. And she's on the second and level. And she's in, and you could hear a pin drop. And it was like, That's the kind of fan connection that is just, it's everything. It's, Everything and for and the, during the show, what blew my mind was how it would go from full band, and it would just be him on the guitar, and you would never see the band walk away or come back in. He's so mesmerizing that he you're just you. fo- yeah, yeah, he's captivating. You're just focused on him, and the whole band's left the stage. You're like, wait a minute, where'd the band go? You know, and you don't even pay attention to you it. You don't. You're just taken by him. Yeah, he's amazing. Funny story about Garth Brooks and Stephanie Quayle. My first <laughs> my, my first trip to the Bluebird Cafe, I was at CRS. Yeah. And uh, right. some of the other radio people that I know were asking me if I was going to see Garth or if I was going to see Zach oh, Brown Band. Yeah. And I said, I'm going to see new music. Yeah. I'm good. That was Thanks. me. And I went to go see you and Austin Jenks. That's and, right. And uh, um, they said to me, Garth will probably play a new song. Yeah. That was my new music. And I went, I'm good. I'm totally yeah. good. I'm different. Well, I think, I think what's really, you know, what makes you so unique is that you love the build. You love you love to find it. You love to curate it. You love the story behind before. You know, everyone else is tends to like jump on when everyone else jumps the bandwagon, on bandwagon. They call the, that. Yeah, and thank you. That's the word. And and that's something that you know. That's just about you. Like yeah. I've known that from day one. I, I've I've had that in me for a long, long time, long time. Yeah. And I, I think that that uh, I. 
I think, yeah, John Marks came to town in August. I had lunch with him. And um, then he came here uh, yeah. that night. Yeah, Lindsay was playing. Lindsay was playing. And what a what an ability, because to me, you look at Dolly, I look at John Marks, because right. he does something that, that, that I look up to. Of I course. Mean, and you guys as artists look up to that. For sure. And it's kind of like, um, he finds those people yeah. early. Yeah. Same. Well, I got to share music with him. That, yeah. And uh, it was, I know I haven't heard of him, but yeah, I've heard of him. What do you think of this guy? And we just yeah. went back and forth. And it was super neat, like that experience. But um, I like finding the new artists and yeah. I love knowing what's coming around the corner. Right. I love playing new music first um, before anybody else yeah. does. And um, I don't want to say I, I love bragging about it, but in some sense I kind of do because in, uh, it is the relationship. Yeah. If, if I can get music... Ray Fulcher does it to me all the time. Jake Rose does it to me. I'm going to get on your ass to have you do it. I'm sure that I'm sure that I played music of yours before yeah. it came yeah. out. But that's what I did it with Hannah Dasher. The the tree wasn't on anything. We played it a month before she put it anywhere. Right. And I'm like, such a great tune, such yeah. a great tune. But being able to give it to people that listened to our station yeah. before, and that's kind of the kind of the joy in doing this is completely. We know that people are going to go listen on YouTube, Spotify, right. iTunes. Sure. We know that. We just like to get ahead of the game a, a, a little bit. Yeah. And the relationship side. Um, festival season. Do you do you find yourself liking festivals more? Or do you find yourself liking an intimate Stony show or a little bit more intimate Bluebird show? Mm. Like where I know each one probably has its own thing. Man, that's such a, yeah, it's... Let's just say that I had to take two of them away and you had to do one of them for the rest <laughs> uh, of your stonies. career. <laughs> no, I, I said no, like... No, no, I'm just messing with you. I'm, uh, I'm going to say 100 people in a room, 1,000 people in a room, or 13,000 people in a room. Gosh. Take the well, ego out of it. No, no, I think that... Uh, I think for me it'd be the 100. Yeah? I just Because the 100 always turns to the 13,000. The 13,000 always doesn't, doesn't always turn to the 100. You're right. And I think that... I don't know. I, I'm highly invested in the flock of quail personally. Yeah. Uh, I I've been a part of their lives as much as they've been a part of mine. So I know their kids. I know when they got engaged and married, and when they thought they were having a baby girl. And I wrote, you know, uh, an autographed picture to their baby girl, and then they found out they had a baby boy once they had him. So I, <laughs> I mean, I I like I I crave kind of like you know others crave the story behind the song and the artist. I crave the story behind the person. Right. That I'm, you know, that's their story. taking their time and spending their money to, you know, invest in us. And so I, I take that very seriously. That's why I'm, I'm an entertainer. I want people to walk away feeling awesome. Right. That's yeah. kind of neat. Not yeah. too many people are like that. A lot of people would probably shoot that. I want the big show. Yeah, I'll get the big show. Yeah. But I, I love the people. I want the people. I want what Garth has. Yeah. You that know, relationship for that with second his tier, that hundredth show, and it still feel like this. Right. You know, I'm going to stand connection. out there tonight and probably hold like a 13 or a 14 up there. Do I get anything for that? Sure. I've seen you more than that. I'll, I think about I'll it. get you a bottle of water. water. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of that, what do you think of the name of, of our new puppy? Whiskey. Right. I mean, it's precious, but I'm really disappointed in you because you didn't bring my puppy. What am I going to do with her while you're all night? Am I going to run home and then bring her back? I mean, then come, uh, come I mean, back. you have an office with the door. Oh, she would probably eat everything in the office. Then we'll bring her on stage. Then she will poop on stage. Then it'll be that song from South Park. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Hanky, the whiskey poo. So I am a writer. How old is she? She's three months. So she's teething really a lot. Really bad. Yeah. Really bad. Everything is a cheap Everything. Toy. She's eating the, the doggy door. She's uh, She digs. 
Um, she, if she's walking and something's on the ground, she just walks by, p- picks it up and goes, nah, 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 and spit it back yeah. out and keep yeah. walking. Yeah, she's, yeah. She ate a soccer ball. Oh. The video today, she's eaten half of the cover off that soccer ball. Oh, I'm going to have to watch this. Yeah, she's... Yes. um. She's uh she's got some energy that one. She does. And uh but at the same time she knows how to sit, she knows how to stay, and she knows how to shake already. It's amazing. And she knows what go nine night. That means she goes to her crate. Wait, did you just everyone did you just hear say, him nine-nine. say go nine night? Can go you tell that this dog has him wrapped around her little paw? Yeah, she does. <laughs> and if you tell her to go potty, she runs out the doggy door and goes That's to the amazing. bathroom. Yeah. And then well, she eats it on the way back in. Does like, not eat her poo, just the, the doggy No, the doggy door, not goodness. So let's go back to 2020 music. Are you putting out an album? A full album? I don't know. You don't know. Would you like to? I don't know. You don't know. I don't have to know right now, and I, I love to- that. If you, God, I'm going to tackle you right now. Why? We're going to wrestle. Wrestle? Wrestle. I have a lot of new music yeah. that I'm like obsessed with that I can't wait to put out. Right. I don't know the form it's going to come out yet. Do you- and I don't really worry about it. Do you like the format of giving someone an album or do you like the format of every month giving them a new single? I personally am more, it depends on the artist. If it's, if I'm it's, talking about you, Stephanie. Well, Quinn. I love to give someone something in completion. Right. Like the thing about the If I Was a Cowboy EP is that that's a whole story. Right. And the last song, Untitled, leads into what's maybe next? something what's next or maybe not. So I love that, I don't know, I just, I feel like as a songwriter, I've really found my voice within these different songs that I'm being pitched and songs that I'm writing, and I just really like what I'm creating, and I, I'm re- I can't wait for the fans to hear it, but I also want to give them enough time between, for the music right. to sink in so that it makes sense. And I think that I, I could go, you know, Everyone's like, put out a song every month. Put out a song every month, and I'm like, well, I'm gonna let the I'm not I'm gonna let the fans tell me when they're ready for more. Did you expect the video to do as well as it's been doing, or were you shocked, or were you? I mean, it's Montana, yeah, and it's such a beautiful place, and I think that because it was such a different, it's not what comes out of a lot. I mean, a lot of music videos kind of have a look, right? And this one was very, you know, movie esque. It's a good video. Yeah, it was, Let's it's talk. really fun. I mean, you put a horse in a video. I mean, it's going to do great. It's Come winning. On. It's like putting Swinging whiskey doors. Come on. anywhere. Yeah. Put, it's like put your anywhere. dog. Yeah, I'm going to borrow your dog and, you know. You won't. Yeah. Yes, I will. I'll just steal her. You can't steal. You can borrow. I can borrow. It's a thing. I would Kind of like the belt. You can borrow, not steal. Oh, yes. I can't wait. Um, let's talk duos in country music today. You've got... <sighs> Duos? Um, duos. Okay. Interesting. You've got a, a Lee Bryce and a Carly Pierce. You've oh, got a duets. Li- duets. Duos. Same difference. What, okay, whatever. Um, and you've got a, um, a Lindsay L. and a Brantley Gilbert. I know, right? Do you have a Stephanie Quill and someone other There was than... a Miranda and a Jason, right? Uh, Wasn't that a song yeah. a while back? Yeah. So uh, do, do, you, do, you, do you picture yourself doing something like that? Why not? Do you have an artist that, that, um, that you would like to do something like that with? Of course. Who would that be? I mean, I have so many. <laughs> Like an Eric Church, uh, like a Garth Brooks, like a I mean, someone. When it, when it comes to like Eric Church and Luke Combs, I think it's really would be really fun because of North the North Carolina cl- connection. Right. Uh, I also think it'd be really cool to um, if uh, Ashley McBride and I could do something together. Why couldn't you? Um, well, we could. Why Ashley, don't you? Ashley. Uh, no, I mean we. It's just a matter of you know 
time and getting together and it being the right song and being the right thing. Right. You know, I think that'd be really awesome. You're a fan of Ashley McBride. Huge. Why? Huge fan. Because she is who she is? She is who she is. It's probably one of the raddest things, right? I mean, that's, I was, I was doing an interview the other day and I don't know, we got on this topic and I was just thinking about like my greatest hope for everybody listening is that they will get to a point where they're so comfortable with themselves that they don't have to try. Yeah. And that is, there's a lot of freedom in that. And I feel like I've just found that freedom. You, you got to look at a, a, a sense of the politics and music um, that go along with, that, that are so weighted in so many different ways. And yeah, there's then you, a lot going on in the music business. Henceforth, the music business. business. <laughs> but then you look at the other side of stuff and you take an Ash McBride who doesn't fit the mold of a Carrie Underwood or s- something like that. And then you take a Luke Combs who doesn't fit the mold of a Tim McGraw. And they're highly successful. There I mean, are no molds. There, well, there are. In the politics of the music business, there, there so are. I think there have been. There have been. But I think that the fans they're over, are louder. They're, they're, al- they're louder. Well, because there's there's a platform that allows them to, and, sure. it's, and it's called the internet. Sure. And it's called streaming. What's the internet? <laughs> it's a thing that um, the Facebook is on. Oh, I love the Facebook. The, the book Wait, of is face. that where the Google is? <laughs> no, that's on the backside of that. But oh. yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah. that's what's so neat. I look at Ashley McBride. She played here uh, two weeks later. Um, actually, that following week, she was in L.A., got a story written in the L.A. Times. Oh, she was wearing her T-shirt. I she know the her whole story. But then, Every time but, I bring up Ashley, yeah. you bring up. I'm not done. Okay, sorry, sir. But then you look at her now and look who she's touring with. Like, she comes here with George Strait. Yeah. I mean, it's huge. She literally yeah. blew up overnight. And the crazy part is, is everyone sits on the one song she has. And now she's got another single out. But in regular radio world, sorry. But the people that are true fans are now getting to know all of the other music that she has, of which course. is super cool. And I yeah. think that's where the weight of the politics is really going to bite them in the ass. I mean, this is why I started my own label, right? Yeah. yeah. And when I started it, it I, I knew there had to be a different way another way i'm not a believer in one way of doing things so back in 2015 i started my own and i just started making my way right and you know i have an amazing team that works their tails off to get my music heard and it allows me the opportunity if we have an opportunity to do something we can do it honestly when i see ads coming in uh you know with radio and just seeing that were on the same chart and on like it's, it's not just music row anymore. it's no it's like it's it's a big deal to see you know um my little company's you know name on there and the, the, the i think i can i think I yeah, could. yeah rebel engine man it's I'm, I'm really proud of our team and you should be i think that um it's just it's good i like the um the weekly ads and i think this past week um uh, you were at like 18 or something like that 19 19 my bad maybe it was one and previous was 18 whatever I love the it's fact, amazing dude, because it's, uh, you're breaking through into something that people you that have huge labels behind them can't. Yeah, and huge amounts of muscle. Yes, you know, and that's I think that's you know to anyone who you know there again there's not one way of doing no. anything. I think you've 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 um, built your own path, which is rad, and the relationship side of it all I love. Um, I'll share some stuff with you later on in the night because I can, but I just love who you are as a person and I love watching your journey. And, uh, normally what I do is I sit with an artist and I get to that point where, um, some of them get really big 
And the yeah. weird part is I just don't like him anymore. Not that I don't you, like him I as a person. I hope you always like me regardless of my size. Like if I'm in a size 12 jean, I hope you still like 14, like She's whatever. She's so nice. She's whatever, so nice. Whatever size I I, think, I, think I end my point up. is is that I look at a person like yourself, personality, not that your music isn't good, but I love your personality. Um, I love the morals that you stand behind. Thank it's you. It's probably one of my favorite things about you. Yeah, you know, yeah. I just, I sure. just look at it as in a sense. I, as I would, yeah. I, I just, uh, I, I appreciate you for who you are. And you grinding out what you're doing is probably like the coolest thing in the world because people don't see the other side of it ever. Ever. Well, I mean, even, you know, like the 10 years before the overnight. Yeah. Like that's what, you know, in the industry, everyone talks about how, you know, it was, it was 10 years of sledging and sure. you know making your way i mean i remember showing up to a bar and there was only the bartender yeah and you know playing our guts out to that one bartender have to yeah of course i went to um i took my friend nick one of my best buddies in denver to la to try out for a band called boy hits car they had been two days 10 hours a day rehearsing trying to find a, a new drummer Wow. my buddy nick went in on day two at five o'clock in the afternoon i think it was and he was like uh, you can only imagine how tired these people were oh yeah they played like they were playing in a fucking arena. Yeah. I said, if you could take this energy, mm-hmm. I've worked with bands here in town back in the day, and I would say that energy, your band practice has to be the same as your show, period, yeah. end of story, yeah. or you're wasting your time. Right. I never realized that until something like that. I watch bands come in here and they got a new song, a new yeah. player, and yeah. it just comes to fruition so easy yeah. because you guys kudos i'm just well, i love the fact that you have so much such a passion for what you do i'm pretty obsessed with it you should I'm, be i'm super obsessed with creating music that moves people in a really like in an emotional way whatever way that is it could be whatever it is i want you to, as long as you're feeling something sure you know? I, I think that again i'll go back to your genre of music that you guys write that's uh and gals right that what's relatable to people and i think that's the key to it no no other genre is like you guys you guys share each other's music my friend so-and-so put out this song you yeah. guys just share i've been having this conversation the last probably three four weeks with the artists that have come through here going that is the neatest thing in the world yeah. that nobody they don't ask you you come across a song that you like you tell your friends hey man you should listen to this song yeah or you tell no, your fans. yeah i think that's i mean that's what yeah, it's just that's what's so neat about the genre. It's really it's it's spectacular, and it's I think too because most of the people that are in it as artists have been sludging it out, and yeah. and so you have such a respect for it, uh, and you don't you, you don't take anything for granted. Yeah, what do you think of twenty twenty is going to do for the female country singer? What are your thoughts on it? Do you think it's going to change in a way that? Um, because you know, there's always just this thought that women just aren't as—I don't even know what the word is. You can say anything, as I've heard it all. Yeah. I think that. Uh, Do you think women are putting their foot down to a point now where it's really going to make a difference? We shall find out. I uh, don't know. Are, are women doing everything they possibly absolutely. can? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think what we're seeing more and more of is that as females. You know, Carrie just came off tour. Well, I think she just had her what her last show yesterday or the day before. Carrie, Maddie, and Tay run away June. You know, uh, a lot of females are taking out other females. Yeah. And Miranda, look at Miranda's. You know, uh, you know, uh, bars and pink. Is it bars and pink guitars, or do I have that backwards? Her tour, all women. Right. Uh, Trisha Yearwood just took out a slew, a slew yeah. <laughs> of women. So I think what you're seeing is a lot of women going. 
we have to do this because we, I, I think it's just the mentality of like, if you don't do it, you're, you can't, like, you can't wait for change. You got to create the change. You do. And that's and what I, I think you do that. Yeah. I, I'm just, you know, I kind of, I'm like, I want to just be an artist. I also happen to be a chick. Yeah. You know? And so I want that to be the conversation. I want the conversation to shift to look at these artists and, you know, Im- imagine listening to anything and it being 50-50. Right. Listening and, and and just because it's so great. So I think it really comes down to the people that are curating playlists, the people that are playing radio, the people that are putting on festivals, the people that have venues, that you don't succumb to the, well, women don't sell beer and women don't like women. Because I don't know right. about you, yeah. but every time I play Stonies. Drinking fools. All I see is women. Drinking. Drinking. Having a great time. So I just, I don't buy into these like overarching narratives that people just put on situations. Go out and find out for yourself. And that's usually, you'll come out going, and that, you know, chick rocks. Yeah. Period. The end. Also, there's ear conditioning, right? Yeah. So if you condition an ear to be more, you know, uh, comfortable with a certain sonic whatever it is, then something else is going to feel different. So I think that, you know, if you go back to the early research and how the, the shift started happening, like out of the 90s, early 2000s, more and more males got played that were, you know, already well known. And then you'd put like a new female artist and the ear is, the ear already knows what the ear already knows. Sure. So then if you're choosing like, did you like this or did, like, did you like that? It's more because of comfort. Versus like, no, I didn't like this song or this artist. So I think that when the, the playing the playing field is leveled out and you're hearing new artist X and new artists, it's just, you know, it's the music. I love the men of country. Sure. There's no question. And what's been really incredible is there are a few male country artists that have really stepped out for other female artists. George and I Strait. think you're going to see more of that. I can't wait. I think you're going to see more of that. Have I you come across of, any any new female artists that Toad needs to take a look at? Not that you don't already know of. But you know what? I'm going to be at CMT's Next Woman of Country in yeah. a few weeks. And I might have some more names for you. I would love it. Yeah. Tell people how to find you online. Everywhere at Stephanie Quill. Q-U-A-Y-L-E. I have a dot com. Yes. I have a YouTube. I have a Twitter. I'm even on the TikTok. Are you really? Oh, yeah. I tick, I talk. All right, all right, all right. That's the end of this one. Go ahead. Roll credits. Recorded by Toad. Produced by Toad. Booked by Toad. Voiced over by Toad. You know what? Toad would just like to go ahead and take this moment to thank you so that he doesn't have to go back and do his real job. 